Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. What is metabolism? Metabolism describes how efficiently our body converts food into energy. If we have a fast metabolism, that means we are burning through food like crazy. If we have a slow metabolism, we're using that food a little bit more slowly so we don't need to eat as much. People that have a fast metabolism have to eat a lot of food because they're just burning through it so quickly. In this video, I want us to remember one thing. Control what you can, let go of what you can't. There are some things that have to do with our metabolism that we cannot control, like our height. Our height and our age, these things will influence our metabolism. We have no control over those. So those things, we're just gonna let those be. But the things that we can control, we are absolutely going to control them to help speed up our metabolism. Our metabolism is made up of a number of things. About 70 to 80% of our metabolism consists of our basal metabolic rate. Our basal metabolic rate is how many calories our bodies burn at rest when they're in a comatose state. So if you were laying in bed in a coma all day long, this is how many calories you would burn. Yes, our bodies burn calories without us doing anything. A huge misconception that people have is that they have to exercise in order to earn calories. By being a human, you've already earned yourself over a thousand calories because it costs calories to live. It's like trying to operate a car if there's no gas in it. It does not work. We burn calories just by being human. Things that influence our basal metabolic rate include the following. How much you weigh. The more you weigh, the more calories you burn. This is like the difference between a little Toyota Camry and a huge Ford F-150. The huge Ford F-150 is gonna need more gas. Just like people that are in larger bodies need more food in order to fuel all of their bodily functions. So a teeny tiny person isn't gonna burn as many calories as a huge macho man. Lean body mass also influences our basal metabolic rate. The more lean muscle that you have, the more calories that you burn at rest, which is why it's so important for us to maintain our muscle mass as we get older, because as we get older, we actually lose muscle mass. So we wanna make sure that we're doing weight bearing exercises and weight bearing exercises does not mean that you have to go pump iron and do all these crazy workouts. Walking is considered a weight bearing exercise and you can put on a weighted vest if you really wanna pump it up a little bit, but we need to get in movement that allows us to maintain our muscle mass so that our metabolism doesn't get slower as the days go on and the years go on. So if you're getting older and thinking, oh my goodness, I'm losing muscle mass, how do I prevent this from happening? Start by getting in a daily walk to do some weight bearing exercise to maintain that muscle mass. More muscle means faster metabolism. Faster metabolism means you can eat more food. How tall you are influences your metabolism. This one, we can't really change. But the taller you are, the more surface area you have. The skin, which is the largest organ, is larger for people that are taller. They have more skin. And the more skin you have, the larger that organ is, the more calories you need for the upkeep of that vital organ. So you tall people, you are lucky. I'm right there in the middle at 
just barely 5'6". I'm not really 5'6". I'm like 5'5 five, five and a half, but I like to tell my license says I'm 5'6". But I do not fit in with the rest of my family who are like bean poles. So I'm right there with you guys. You know, I'm not the tallest person in the world, but hey, we can still increase our metabolism through the things I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Age influences our metabolism. We often hear as you get older, your metabolism gets slower. As we tend to lose muscle mass as we get older, the less muscle mass that you have, the slower your metabolism is. This is why it's so important to make sure that exercise is a part of your daily life to maintain that muscle mass. The younger generation tends to have a faster metabolism, usually in the years of puberty, when kids are going like crazy. You know, those teenage boys that eat like 10,000 calories in 10 minutes and they look like this, that's because they have a very fast metabolism when they're growing. The menstrual cycle also influences our metabolism. From the day of ovulation, which is on day 14 of a woman's menstrual cycle, until when she gets her period, which is technically day zero or day one of the menstrual cycle, the metabolism increases. This is why we get so hungry when we're PMSing and that week right before our period and leading up to our period, because our metabolism is at its peak right before our period. Period. So this is another influence that, you know, we got to leg up on the men on that one. Sex also has to do with it. Men tend to have a higher metabolism than women because men tend to have more lean muscle mass. Additionally, men have lower estrogen and estrogen does encourage women to hold on to a little bit more body fat and to not utilize calories for energy as quickly. So women, we are tending to have a slower metabolism than men. So that makes up our basal metabolic rate, about 70% of our daily expenditure in terms of calories. What else makes up how many calories we burn in a day? Well, this is where you really can make a difference, which is with the thermic effect of food. So what you eat is going to influence how many calories your body burns. Yes, eating burns calories. You can make yourself burn more calories by changing what you eat. Processed foods require your body so much less energy than whole plant foods. If you don't know what whole plant foods are, what that means, I have a free one day meal plan in my down bar and that is going to, it's basically a metabolism boosting meal plan because it's filled with just whole foods. Whole foods are packed with fiber and complex carbohydrates and water. And in order for the body to break down this food, to utilize it for energy, it has to put in a lot of work. It has to burn a lot of energy in order to do that. Whereas processed foods, they're lower in fiber. The digestion was done for you in a factory and your body doesn't have to do as much work in order to utilize those calories. They just go right into the cells. Your body doesn't really have to break down the calories from processed foods. So you're not going to burn as many calories when you're eating processed foods. Foods. A study was done to see if this was actually true, and it is true. And what the study found is that when people were eating from processed foods, they would burn about 10% of those calories in order to digest the food. But when people were eating whole foods, they were burning about 20% of the calories in order to digest the food. That is double. So if you're eating 2,000-ish calories a day, and you're eating that from processed foods, then you're going to burn about 200 calories in the processed foods. But if you are eating 2000 calories of whole foods, you're going to double the amount of calories that you burn by eating whole foods. You're going to burn about 400 calories per day if you're exclusively eating whole foods. And that's just in one day. That adds up over time. If you're burning an extra 200 calories per day just by changing the what 
of what you're eating. You multiply that by seven, that's 1400 calories in a week. You double that, that's about 3000, a little shy of 3000 in two weeks, and then a little shy of 6000 calories in a month. You're burning an extra 6000 calories in a month. You multiply that by 12 months in a year. Now I'm really testing my math. That's 72 thousand extra calories a year that you are burning just from eating whole foods. Another thing that makes up how many calories we burn in a day is called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is the calories that we burn when we're doing things like this. When I'm talking, I'm using my hands. When I was curling my hair today, I was putting up the wand and I was going like this. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to walk to my office after I finish filming this video. I'm going to shower and I'm going to use calories to do that. Everything that we do outside of laying in a bed in a comatose state is considered non-exercise activity thermogenesis, fidgeting, any movement that is not prescribed exercise where we are intentionally lacing up our sneakers and going out for a run, that burns calories. What I'm doing right now, this all burns calories. A great way to increase this, a little tip, is to set your timer for 15 minutes every day and clean your house. That's 15 extra minutes of non-exercise activity thermogenesis and cleaning the house, you also get a clean house out of it. And it's a great way to increase the amount of calories that you're burning throughout the day without having to lace up your sneakers and leave the house and go for a run. It's actually a productive way to make sure that you're increasing your metabolism. This is why sitting is so discouraged because you are reducing your meat tremendously if you're just sitting in a chair all day. I would recommend getting a standing desk and while you're at the standing desk, just kind of moving your body a little bit, keeping the blood pumping, getting in some fidgeting just a little bit to increase your metabolism throughout the day and prevent yourself from sitting all day long. And then exercise. Exercise also is going to burn calories. Now, most people think that exercise is the only thing that burns calories when the reality is that exercise only burns about 10 to 15% of the calories that we burn in an entire day. This means that you might only be burning 200, 300 calories from the boot camp that you're doing. So I'm sorry to inform you that you're not burning about the thousand calories that is advertised from these workouts. Workouts. You max out at about 10 to 15% of your body's daily expenditure, but it does have an effect. And I think that daily movement should be a part of everybody's healthy lifestyle, whether it's going out for a walk or it's doing a Zumba class or a free workout that you find on YouTube. Getting in that daily movement is wonderful for cardiovascular health, for mental health, emotional health, and it does boost your metabolism. You are burning extra calories from it. Of course, you can't outrun your fork, so it's not going to cause you to burn so many calories that the weight is falling off of you. The nutrition is the most important thing when it comes to weight loss, but this is going to help with your metabolism. Getting into the FAQs, does eating more frequently boost your metabolism? You will hear people say that if you're not eating six meals a day, then your metabolism is slow. Studies have not proven this to be the case. I often hear people say this, but I argue against meal timing having to do with how fast your metabolism is. What is the most important thing is the what you are eating as opposed to the how much or the timing of it. With the work that I've done with clients, the only time that I really ever encourage somebody to eat more often throughout the day is if they're struggling with overeating and undereating a binge restrict cycle. In that case, it is better to be eating steadily throughout the day so that they're not letting themselves get so, so hungry and then overeating. That's going to make weight loss very difficult and it's just not a, a pleasant habit to be in the binge restrict cycle, but I don't prescribe it blindly because it's going to boost your metabolism. The most 
most important thing is that you're honoring your body's hunger fullness cues. That is going to make for a fast metabolism because then your body says, all right, we got a well-oiled machine here. I send her the hunger signal. She eats. We use the energy. Then when I need more energy, I send her the hunger signal. We get more energy. Once I've had enough, I say, okay, that's enough. And we keep this thing going. That is an efficient metabolism. And when you think about these teenage boys, for example, they're not eating because the clock is telling them to. They're eating huge amounts of food because their body's telling them that they need huge amounts of food. Eat like a kid would eat. That doesn't overthink it. That gets the signal they eat. And then once they've had enough and they're not getting the hunger signal anymore, they move on to the next thing. Next question, do things like lemon, water, and apple cider vinegar speed up your metabolism? No. And does eating at night slow down your metabolism? No. Make sure to get that free one day meal plan in the down bar and I will see you in my next video. Woo!